Father, I thank you for your word, Lord. Father, I ask you to bless every ear in this house, God, every person watching right now, and every, um, just every soul, God, that they be so, that this is, Lord, hide me behind the cross, Lord, and only speak to the hearts of your people, because you want to see them free, God. You want to see us free, that nothing can touch us, that nothing that will tread on scorpions and serpents and drink any deadly thing that will not harm us. We thank you for your light, Jesus. Father, we thank you for the concept of eyes to see and ears to hear. Thank you, Father, that you're breaking open things that others don't even know. Thank you, Lord, that there's forerunners preaching and saying things and people haven't even heard them yet, but they're coming from heaven. We thank you for those blueprints, Father God, because you promised that you do nothing, Lord, before you reveal to your servants the prophets. And you have your, all, God wants us all to hear from him. We thank you, Father God, because of the blood and the cross that you tore the veil, that all of us can hear from heaven, that all of us can speak to our Father, that we don't need a man. Jesus' name. Amen. And it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and he went out and he stood and entered in the cave and behold, there came a voice unto him and said, What dost thou hear, Elijah? And he said, I have seen, been very jealous of the Lord, for the Lord God of the host because the children, and we can say that, the remnant can say that, right? Because of the ch- children in the church that you know, show up a few hours a week, right? Have forsaken their covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thine prophets with the sword. And even I am only left that seek my life and to take it away. And the Lord said unto him, Go, return thy way in the wilderness to Damascus. And when thou camest, cometh and anoint Hazel to be king over Syria and Jehu and the son of Nimshi. And shalt thou anoint to be king over Israel. And, El- and Elijah, the son of Sheba and Ambala, shalt thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. And it shall come to pass that him that escapeth the sword of Hazel shall Jehu slay. And him that escaped from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha slay. Yet I have left 7,000 in Israel. All the knees which have not bowed their knee to Baal. You want to say, well, he's talking about Israel. This is before Jesus. No. Everything in the Old Testament is revelation for you, the bride. Everything in the Old Testament is for you to see Jesus now. Everything in the Old Testament is to point to Jesus. That's it. Jesus. He's our master. He died for us. We were, he knew us before the foundations of the world. He had a plan before he made any creation. Before he made, before he made any, put any man in a nation, he had a plan. He had a plan, right? He said before he knew Jeremiah, before any, he planted anyone on the earth, he had a plan. He has a plan for your life. That's the truth. And God will back the truth with signs and wonders following. And every mouth that has not kissed him. Baal, you can say right now, today, Baal is, represents Satan. Baal represents Satan. He's a false god, god of idols. And, the, and they were leaving them to, to worship other gods. And he says that even he has a thousand faces. Because, why do you say, well, well Jezebel's in Revelation 1 and 2. So is Ahab. So is the works of the Nicolaitans. So is the spirit of Balaam. They're all dead. So, all these things in the Old Testament, and Baal is is written in in Revelations 2, 2, uh, 2 and 3, right? So, there's your proof. And how to do that, because people don't even read past 
John 1, 1 John, 2 John. That, well, that gets kind of tough there, too. They, a lot of people just, you know, they want to stick with Romans and this and, you know, and that. But they don't, and they'll go to, you know, the, they'll go and cherry pick some things out of the, what Jesus said. But not, not the stuff where he said, you know, forsake everything. That message gets left to the side, you know, forsake all, you know, let the dead bury the dead. People only say the God so loved the world he gave. You know, they pay, it's like, great, it's like, but you're not given the full counsel of God in his heart. When you leave things out of the Bible, you're leaving half of, uh, so the whole thing has to become in, into our lives as one, the word of God to establish us. We can't pick what we like and try to live our lives and think we're going to be blessed by that. We need the full counsel and the Holy Spirit in our life working. And as we submit to Him, He blesses us. If we don't, you might be going to heaven, but you're going to be a wreck the whole time. You're going to be fighting yourself and fighting everyone else. It's just about surrendering to the cross. He's, whatever we're going, some things we go through because we're doing things right. As I preached last work about uh, uh, last week about Elijah, you know, he just killed 400 prophets of Baal, called down, showed down, and all of a sudden he was running right. It was the same thing into the cave, away from uh, Jezebel, because he took the wrong report. And now he's sitting here, and God's like, wake up, open your eyes, and look around you. And I'm looking around here, there's people that love Jesus. Sometimes you feel like, does anybody really love Him? I mean, I go to church on Sunday, but everyone just wants to socialize. It's just about their work, their job, their this, their talk, and it's all about, it's like, and it bothers me, and when people distract people in the house of God, but, you know, we got to be nice. But it's like, when we walk in the, the door, it's like God's setting a table, man, before us in, 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 in His presence. And, and we need to show up and eat and love and focus on Him coming together. There's always time to, to, to socialize and things. But if that's, is that religious? I don't know. It just depends who you talk to. To me, it's reverence to, to and I think God likes it. It's not about being religious. Like We need to reverence Him in the car or wherever. But if you're distracting other people, then that's selfish. Because some people might not want that. So then we just go outside or we don't do that. But people, and it's just like, it's crazy. It's just crazy how people don't, and, and, it, and, and I, my heart has been grieving because so many people don't even know how to press in to the presence of God. And that's why it seems like so long and they want worship to be over and, and, and my heart grieves and I'm like, God, this is so good. And they're like, like wanting, like, and then, then the message isn't good enough. And then it's like, yeah, I used to be like that. It's like, what's the next thing? Because I just can't engage in the thing that's going on right now in my life, in the heart, and, and what God's doing. We've got to learn to engage Engage in Him. Because when you're in the Spirit, man, four or five hours go by and you don't even realize because you're engaging. You're engaging you're, you're engaging out of this world. And there's no time with God. It's like, wow, you ever been to those meetings? Like six hours, oh, probably later than we think right now. I don't even want to know. You know what I'm saying? So that's what the remnant will always be engaging. You've got to learn how to engage with Him. See, 7,000, you can say in, America, in, in the nations, to have not bow their knee to Baal, and have in every mouth that which has not kissed him. Now I want you, everyone, to remember that in every mouth that has not kissed him. Revelations 11. And there were given me a reed like unto a rod, and an angel stood, saying, Rise and measure in the temple and the altar, and them that worship therein. But the court is without the temple. Leave out and the measure you not. And it's given to the Gentiles in the holy city shall they tread under the foot forty and two months. And I will give. Now listen to this. God showed me some things here. you got to catch them by the Holy Spirit. You're going to say, well, if you heard a lot of theologians and try to explain the Bible with their mind and not their spirit, you, you probably won't get this. 
But everything in the Bible is revelation. This is what God showed me. So you can take it or you can leave it. But if it makes sense to you, then good. But if it's just because you don't can't understand it, doesn't mean it. But think about it. Because you need to know the whole word of God to understand other things. People that get so confused because they don't have enough, they're not grounding all the words. So when things come out, they can't fathom them. But at least it's going into their spirit, right? No? Okay. <laughs> anyway, check it out. Okay. I will give power unto the, my two witnesses. Now, all growing up, it just always was like, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's Moses, it's Elijah. No, it's Enoch, because he got taken up. And you ever, everyone heard all that, right, all the time. That's it. But who says it has to be two people? Right? It doesn't say that, right? Right? So why do we say it's two people? He said two witnesses. Okay? And they shall prophesy a thousand and two threescore days clothed in sack, sackcloth and ashes. These are the two, now listen to this, two olive trees and the two candlesticks. Well, they're the two olive trees now and the two candlesticks. That's the light, right? And there's only one church now. One church, right? Right? There's seven candlesticks. It's the seven churches. But now you know the seven is the number of completions. So if you put all those seven lights together, because there's not the divided church, right? But he talks about those church of Lacedonia and all the different churches. So the seven is, is the church. So basically, if you read all those, it's like you can find all those situations right now going on somewhere here or there. They might not all have in one. If you put them all together, and God wants to, he, he always says, I love, you know, I love your outreaches to the poor, but this. And the other ones, I love that you hate the world and you don't do all the pagan things, but you're lacking this. And I love all this over here, but you left your first love because now you're kissing Baal or what. You know, it's like he always gives a good thing. And it's not like everyone's doing everything bad, but there's a church that he's trying to raise up that will not kiss Baal, right? He's a, he's, he says, I'm a jealous God. And he, we have a covenant with him, so he wants... Everything that we have, we don't, we never really had nothing, and we just all he really wants is our heart. But if we really trust him, if we get our heart, that's what our joy is. If he gets our whole heart, that's where our peace is. If he gets our whole heart, that's where our freedom is. But we hold on to these parts. Oh no, I want it my way, my way. And it's like, okay, God's like, okay, another storm, and he weeps for it because he's like. Because he's not going to force. And if he does, he doesn't get any glory that way. So how God has everything uh, working is he knows he's so perfect. So And people try to question that all the time. It's like, just surrender and trust him. Just trust him. So check it out. And these are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before God of the earth. Now how could that be Elijah and... Right? Think about it. He just said, the two witnesses prophesied, and these are the two olive trees. Something to think of. Because we hear people on TV and all sorts somewhere, and we hear this, and we're like, okay, that's I got to be. It makes sense, you know. Moses is going to come back from, from the, but I honestly believe that that's the church. And, and I think that's Israel and the church, and, the, and you, I'm going to show you. But that's not even what the focus of the message is. That's just, I'm just throwing that out there. And if any man will hurt them, fire proceeds out of their mouth and devour their enemies. Well, isn't the word of God like a fire? And isn't God not going to back him? Didn't he say to Jeremiah, my word's like a fire, like a hammer, it's going to break the rock in pieces? So why does he, everyone thinks these men, Elijah's going to have this, oh, blow, like burning people up? I mean, what? I mean, maybe. I'm not saying, but does that, come on. Amy, right? So how about these two witnesses, right? Christians and then people that, it's, it's, we're going to get to the one, the, the bride of Christ, gets killed and everything, all of a sudden they just raise up, resurrected, and, and keep preaching things, right? Cause, and how are two people going to preach to the whole world 
and be everywhere unless it's like or unless they're flash, right? Flash. It's like and the fire and flash, you know. We get you know, we're getting real, you know. But imagine the whole church as a witness, right? So and what is a witness? A martyr. Witness actually means martyrism. If you really break it down, it's like we are then created to be martyred. That's what it is. A witness is a martyr. I'm a witness for Christ. I don't I don't let you know, and that's so but I'm going to take you to another scripture. And if any man will hurt them, fire proceeds out of their mouth and devour their enemies. Because we can have such authority. Bind them, angels. Do this, do that. There's nothing. Remember, even Paul, the, the glory that was in the, la- the former house. Paul would like, you're blind for a day. Don't come here and mock God. I mean, that's going to start happening in the church for, for those people that are giving their life to the gospel. You talk about the book of Acts. People aren't going to come in and lie to the Holy Spirit. They're going to be carried out dead. And everyone's like, I want more glory. But they're not really, and God's like, half my church will be die on the first Sunday until the glory gets there. <laughs> right? Because God, when God's ready to do this, He's not going to play games because it's the end time. And He wasn't going to be playing games during the foundational time. And all this time in between, a lot of people are playing games, but God's getting serious. He just loves us, but He's getting serious because... The more the church gets lined up, the more people will get saved. The more people will know that God's not mocked. The more people won't call the church and mock the church. They'll be like, hey, you know what? You know how the people, like, they'll have respect even if they don't only really follow the gospel. At least they'll respect it because it's real. They'll either kill you, hate you, or it's like try to be relevant with the world. Everyone says, let's just have a relevant church. Let's do with the world. Well, where's that in the gospel? Shake, you come into a city, either you got the power and the real thing, and they lock you over, throw you in jail. That's what happened in the book of Acts. And it was like, oh, we want a revival. Well, God's going to reveal your heart first. The two, the few. It says few there that find it. The narrow way, right? So Zechariah 4. So let's go to Zechariah now because he talks about the same thing. And the angel that talked with me came again and waked me, and a man that was wakened out of his sleep. And he said unto me, Thou that seest thou, and I said, I have looked, and behold, a candlestick of gold. With a bowl upon the top of it. So a candlestick with gold and a bowl on top of it. And, and his seven lamps therein. Seven lamps again. And seven pipes. Seven lamps, the church. Which is upon the top thereof. And the two olive trees again. Doesn't talk about any kind of man here. To buy it upon the right side of the bowl. And on the other one on the left side of the bowl. Boom, boom, Right? Doesn't the Bible say that we'll be oaks of righteousness planted by the Lord? We'll be trees of li- planted by the rivers of living water that will bring forth their fruit in due season? Right? So, and, he, and, and oaks have strong roots. And he said, be rooted and grounded in God's love. And those, you know, so we're considered trees, oak trees, because oak trees are the strongest trees. And no matter what storm comes, they got such a, such a strong root system, they don't get, um, you know, pulled over, pulled out. Or we can be little. Um, those you ever seen those trees that look real big, or like papaya trees. Boy, a wind comes because they have no roots. They look even big and all that, and then if you get too much fruit on top, they fall over. But oak trees, boy, you you, you guys know they take over. The driveways pop up, streets come up, sideways go sideways. I mean, everyone loves the shade of an oak tree, but they hate the root system, and because you know I've seen slabs and houses pull up. They're strong. That's what we're supposed to be strong in the Lord. Rooted and grounded in Christ. Not in the world, not in the nation, not, not in anywhere but in Christ. Rooted and grounded in Him. That's the Word. So that's what we do here. We remind ourselves where we're supposed to be planted. By the rivers of living water which flow from the throne of God. 
And it is. He is the living water. And we drink it. And we, we don't... I mean, it's like this. And it, it astonishes me because you're like a tree, right? And you're running around. It's like, and you're like, okay, I got to go. You got to get planted somewhere. But a lot of trees just run around with little feet on them. They don't ever get planted. Like little pots. They, they look so pretty. They're in a little pot. And, you know, they go to church to church with little legs. But they don't get planted anywhere. And you see them. They're like, they're so pretty. But they never really grow. And if they don't get enough, if they don't, if they don't show up, they'll die because they have no root system. And then all of a sudden, they're withering away. And they come back, I need water. And they just run. And they're just so pretty. But they don't, they don't get rooted, you know. So that's kind of like, so, and then we have, Dirty canal water, whatever. We have a clean river water. Now, if you knew where the river was, would you go plant yourself near a canal? And Christians do it all the time where there's no life, no power, no anointing. It's like crazy because there's the lie, the murky, the dead stuff that they think because, I don't know, because it just doesn't make sense to me because it's still water, but it's not clean. And God wants to give us clean water. I mean, I, come on, get a glass of, who wants to, I mean, go to, the, go to any country you're not, you're like, I'm not touching that water. That's how I do when I put, listen to some preachers. I'm not touching that. You need to know what to listen to, man. You just right away. I, a preacher could say five things out of his mouth. God will be like, nope. That's all you need. Why do you got to listen to it? Man, take it to this guy. Check it out here. Check it out. Come on, you need to know him. You need to know him. You shouldn't be tossed to and fro by every person that talks. That's what's important to be planted by the river. The river of life. I don't know, that wasn't... Where I was going. Thank you, Jesus. And the angel talked to him. Yeah, he did. All right. I still lost my place. So if I read it over again, then I'll, then I'll act like... I, and a lot of times I was in my place, and I'll, like, I'll act like I wanted to do it again, but okay, now I'm confessing. And I'd be like half the page, and I'm like, you guys catch me doing that all because I get lost, and I'm like, I'll just pretend I want to read it again. Is that pride? Maybe a little bit. I need to get a... I need to get a um, all right, see, I'm confessing my... See, you can start to confess when you're under the anointing. Okay. Amen. Okay, I was right. And he said, and I have looked, and behold, a candlestick, all of gold, and a bowl upon it, and seven lamps therein, and seven pipes, and seven, 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 which upon the top thereof, and the two olive trees, and it, one upon the right side, and the bowl, and the other upon the left side. So I answered and spoke to the angel, and they talked to me, and saying, What are these, my Lord? And then the angel that talked to me answered and said unto me, Knowest not what these be? Maybe some of you need an angel to come tell you what's going on. Because he did. I mean, he was anointed by God, right? Zachariah. Father, visit us and speak to us, Lord. And I said, No, my Lord. Most of us be like, No, I know what's God. God comes and do like each other a lot of times, and we like, No, I know what it is. You don't have to tell me. You're like, They miss it. But thank God he came to him. Then he answered and spoke unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto you, Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Who art thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? Thou shalt become a plain, and shall be the headstone, and the shoutings, and crying, Grace, grace. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house, and his hand shall also finish it. And thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts hath sent me unto you. For thou hast despised, who has despised the day of small things? For, for they shall rejoice and shall see the plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel with those seven. Seven again. They are the eyes of the Lord. 
that run to and fro the whole earth. Then he answered and said unto him, And these are the two olive trees. Right? Remember in our revelations? No, it's the same. Right. So all they were doing is redoing what they learned from the Bible that they had in the New Testament by the Spirit of God speaking to John. And I'm sure John didn't know the whole thing. He didn't walk around with the Torah all the time. He was, the angel knows the Bible. God knows His Word, you know what I'm saying? It's like none of the, none of the apostles walked around with the, well, they did walk around for the word, with the Word for three and a half years, but they, after that, they were on their own. Well, not on their own until the Holy Spirit. You guys know where I'm getting. <laughs> you got to be careful because people take that, that, this guy's a false preacher. He said we don't, we're all on our own. and You know, they'll do that. Don't you do that. I mean, if you do stuff like that, you're in trouble. <laughs> and don't listen to people that do that, because it's not good. Even if you don't like the people they're doing it to, you don't, if you don't know it's right, just don't listen. And he answered, and I said unto him, What you see is two olive trees upon the right side of the candlestick, and one upon the left side. Exactly right. And I answered again, and said unto him, What are these two olive branches, which through the two golden pipes, and emptied the golden oil out of themselves? Out of themselves. And he answered and said, No, it's not these be. Said, No, my Lord. And he said, These are the two anointed ones. The anointed ones that stand by the Lord on the whole earth. It's the church. That's what God should mean. You can fight or whatever. That's good news. That's us. Right? Does that make sense? Standing there, the two witnesses. Right? It's so awesome. Like the remnant, the church, the two. So it's like, because, and then when we get in, what does he say? Fill your lamp with oil. Because <coughs> the world needs oil. That's the light that keeps us. It's, and it's the, the Jew, the, the Israel, and the, the one new man. It's the one pouring into the one is his bride, his church, the blood of Jesus. That's us, the remnant. That's good news. God wants to fill you with oil. This weekend you're going to get so much oil, you're going to feel it. It's, just, it's, 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 it's everything. It's just him. He is the oil. The more of him we get, the less of us go. It's like our spirit gets more empowered and our flesh dies. And the problem with that, sometimes when our flesh dies, we, we stop forgetting about it and we got to try to, you know, get on the treadmill a little more. It's serious. You start getting a spirit, you don't even care about your body anymore. But I mean, whatever that was for. The bride, the remnant, the elect, few that find, the narrow way, the remnant consecrates. The blood consecrates, but the sea consecrates themselves away from the things that would hinder our walk with Him. That would hinder our relationship with Him. That's what the power of the Holy Spirit's doing. That's what it's all about. That's why we, we come together to help each other, pray for each other, get the Word of God, encourage one another to, to come as a, as, a, um, as, a, as a corporate... He said, forsake the assembly together because there's power in the corporate church together. And that's why we're not supposed to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. So that's why... The real church in the Bible isn't really what we're seeing out there, but, you know, because that's not, it's not about saying a prayer and giving God your hour and living for yourself, because you're, you're, you're not just, you know, I don't want to say this, you're not just kissing, though, you're making out with them, really, that's what, I mean, you want to really get, get along with it, because I'm going to show you. And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them and make merry and shall send gifts one to another because the two prophets tormented them that dwelt on the earth. You know, there's the two false prophets in the whatever. 
And after three days and a half, the spirit of life from God entered into them, and they stood upon their feet. Because everything in Revelation is, is sim- symbolic, right? So why would we think once you, you know, I mean, it makes, to our mind, it makes some sense. But the more I get close to Jesus, says it can't be. God's raising up a church, leaning on their beloved, coming out of the wilderness, a powerful church, a remnant of people filled with oil, and the other ones are going to come and say, give us some oil, let us buzz. And you say, it doesn't work that way. You had all this time, and that's what God's saying now. We need to get the oil. We need to be the remnant. It's just not about going to church. We need to give our whole life. We need to trust God. We need to let Him heal us. I'm not talking about a physical body. We all want that. Heal our hearts. See, he, he wants to heal your heart before He even wants to heal your body, because if He heals your heart, He can use you. He can use anybody in any condition there, but if He doesn't have your heart, He can't use you. you got a fence in your heart, man. You're out of the game. I'm not trying to call it a game, but out of the, doing anything for the Lord. And, 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 and we need to be healed from these past relationships, from abuse, from mental abuse, all these things that we, we can't. you got to know that Jesus is more important than you. You say, oh, but, I mean, but the thing is, when we don't do that, it is pride because it's all about you then. Everybody has a sad story. Everybody has something that they, you got to let it go. That victim mentality thing that Shatira was talking about will not get you anywhere. It'll just get people don't want to hear because all you're talking about is you. Yeah, you know, I says, I live a life of that. I don't want to be reminded of that. Let's talk about Jesus. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll suck with you a minute. We'll, we'll, we'll bandage your wounds, but let Him heal you. Let Him heal you. Because if you don't let Him heal you, it's pride because you're afraid to be healed. Let Him heal you. you got to let go. you got to let go. And He said this, The men that stood on His feet and fell them and saw them. And He said, I heard a great voice saying, Go unto them, and come up hither, and ascend into heaven a great cloud, and their enemies behold them. In the same hour was a great earthquake, and the tenth part of the city fell, and the earthquake were slain men, seven thousand, and the remnant were frightened, and gave glory to the God in heaven. That's us, right? Or most of us. I'm not going to lie and tell you you're a remnant when you're not. But thank God you're here. And you know, everybody knows if you're sold out fully for Jesus. It doesn't matter about going to church. Or you know in your life. That's why, because when you hear the word, you're going to be like, and you know, that's why the altars are for. But there's a time that God really knows you're serious, and he breaks in. We don't, it's like this, the Esau thing, right? It's like, we all hate what's going on, and we run to God at the altar, but we don't really want to give up that bowl of soup. So we give up our birthright, no matter how many times we feel bad about what we're doing, we don't. Get the inheritance, the kingdom, the promised land. is not a place anymore. It's in your mind and your heart. The promised land is the kingdom. And you can walk in it now. It's not, it's a, you don't have to live in the wilderness all the time in religion. You can go into that place. It's, it's, it's the place when you die. Because nothing, it's brought, everything's big grapes, everything's good. I mean, not, I'm not saying everything's perfect, but you're, 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 you're okay with Him. So whatever you go through, you're cool with Him. So whatever you go through, you know it's not because you did something to Him and the devil puts witchcraft on you. Well, if I would have done this, God, are you mad at me? God, are you mad? It's, like, it's not God, are you mad at me? It's like, devil, shut up. I'm going to get through this. And whatever. And if you mess up, you go boldly to the throne of grace and you're like, right in the promised land again. That is what He died for us to do. Not to live in regret. Not to live in um, pity. Not to live in all these things. And that's my encouragement to you. That's where the remnant is going. They, they've said, God, no matter what it takes, I'm going to have you. No matter what i got to go through, I'm going to get you. No matter what, God, that the world throws at me, I'm not going to deny you. No matter what I go through or what my family does, 
I'm going to hold on to you and I'm going to obey you. I'm not going to allow the, the crowd to pull me away from the, from, the rem, from the narrow way, from that place. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to let the devil tempt me with that job that I know I'm not supposed to take, but it's got twice as much money as another one. I'm not going to do because God, I trust in you. And when you start trusting Him, He, he does it all. That's what it's all about. It's all been, always been about surrender. You know, the blood... You guys are not taking the benefit. Some of you are not taking the benefit of the blood, and that <coughs> that makes God upset. Yeah. That right there really upset. I mean, that breaks his heart. It's not like he's mad about it. It's like just know what I did and the power of what I did. Apply it in your life and take the benefits. The <coughs> benefits. You're my chosen people. If you you choose me and Jesus, you are chosen. You are an ambassador, as Paul said. We are in this world, but we're not really here. Like, have you ever fathomed that? Like, I'm living here, but I'm not really here anymore because I'm really seated with Christ. But is that after the resurrection or before the resurrection? And we throw all this stuff. It's like, it's like you're one in Christ, though. So it doesn't really matter. You're with Him. He's there. You're supposed to be wherever it is. Holy Spirit's here. You're now in divine connection with, with your heavenly Creator. What you were died and, and because of sin, you are now risen with Him. That's good news. We gotta start putting and let them marry and dance and marry and have you know before know all that stuff. You should be more if you really believe it. But of course now we have the the other the enemy knows where you're heading to down that narrow way and that's that you know he'll leave he'll leave the others when they'll look like they're happy. Don't let it fool you. Nobody's happy with it. No, maybe happy, but nobody has joy and peace without Jesus. Yeah. Nobody. And the peace that the world gives is is a counterfeit lie. And that's how Satan's gonna deceive the masses. In the same hour, it says, And then 7,000, the remnant, were frightened and gave glory to God of heaven. And the second woe passed, and behold, the third woe cometh. And the seventh angel sounded. Don't you know seven trumpets? It's the complete. Seven is awesome. Seven, completion. I mean, how many times do they got to say seven? So why do we use two, right? Is that the remnant, maybe? Is that the few there that find it? How many is few? Two, right? So he's brought as the way to destruction. And... And, and Jesus is the narrow way, and few that find it. And I'm telling you, you can't lay it down to some prayer. It has to be, you have to make Him Lord of your life. Is the air off? Yeah. Oh my God, it's kind of hot. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. And the four and twenty-four elders. So what about this? You got twelve. Well, you had twelve tribes of Israel. Boom, one candlestick. And you had 12 apostles. Well, 12 is the number of government, right? And you have 12 square, root, score, 12 square root of 12 is 144. It can't be only 144 people. It's the whole, It's then it says every tongue and every tribe. It's all symbolic there. So everyone's waiting. Is that a lot? We're waiting for some guy on TV to blow fire. Satan will come with some false Elijah blowing some fire out of his mouth and half the church might follow him. God's, but is he... Righteous. That's your key. Righteousness. God is not going to back unrighteousness. And they're going to have fruits. And, and, and God's real messengers are going to point them to Jesus only. Not to a man. Not to a ministry. Not to anything but Jesus. Those are, that's the real keys right there. I mean, they might be off a little whatever and that might totally not be wrong. I'm saying that, but they're going the wrong way. It's a slippery slope when you start pointing people to you, your ministry, anything but Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. 
So 24, 24 elders which sat before God and their seats fell upon their faces, faces and worshipped God, saying, We give thanks, O God, O Lord Almighty, which are and was and art to come, because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and has reigned. And the nations were angry, and the wrath had come upon the time and the dead. And he judged them that should give reward unto the servants, the prophets, and to the saints, and them that fear my name, small and great, and should destroy them which destroy the earth. And the temple of God was opened in heaven, and there was seen in the temple the ark of his New Testament. That's awesome. And there was lightning and voices and thunders and earthquakes and a great hail. Let's see what Zechariah says now later. Remnant. Zechariah 8. Again, the word of the Lord came, a host, and came to me, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I am jealous for Zion, a great jealousy, and I was jealous for her with a great fury. Thus saith the Lord, I have returned unto Zion, and I will dwell in the midst of Jerusalem. And Jerusalem shall be called the city of truth, and the mountain of the Lord, and the host of the holy mountain. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, there shall be yet old men and old women dwelling in the streets of Jerusalem and every man with his staff in his hand for every age and the streets of the city shall be full of boys and girls playing in the streets therefore thus saith the Lord of hosts it is marvelous in the eyes the remnant of the people in these days should it also be marvelous in mine eyes saith the Lord of hosts thus saith the Lord of hosts. Behold, I will save my people from the east country and from the west country, and I will bring them and shall dwell in the midst of Jerusalem, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God in truth and in righteousness. Thus saith the Lord, God of hosts, let your hands be strong, and that your let your let you hear in these days these words by the mouth of the prophets, which were in the day the foundation of the house of the Lord of hosts was laid, that the temple might be built. The temple might be built. That's us. We are the temple of God. For before these days, I mean, they're going to build one. I'm saying, but we are the temple. You understand the difference between the signs of the time and looking for signs and knowing that you're actually the sign that the world is going to be looking for? Amen. The bride of Christ. And that's why I try not to, because it's like, you are that sign. When the bride fully comes to maturity, manifestation of sons of God, there's, you're not going to need any five-fold ministers anymore. Apostles, probably, they're, they're to raise up the body to full. When that full stature is, people are trying to say they don't need anyone now, but that's not true. But then, then the time comes where everyone's at the same level. Amen. Not that anyone's at another level, but the knowledge of Christ is rel- relevant with everyone on the same level. Everyone understands Jesus for who He is and what He is. Amen. I don't want to try to put... Us, then there's no, we're all, this, there's, there's none, none, I'm not trying to, I'm trying to say God's using and anointing, putting things because and He wants us to use each other too. That's why He says, I give part to this person, part to that person. But that part will come in agreement with that part, and there's unity in one accord. And when there's one accord, there's power. And when there's power, then God moves, and there's salvations, and there's repentance, and then there's healings, and then there's deliverance. It isn't just uh, your knee gets healed. Once in a while, something, you know, in this, there's actual repentance. The, when the Holy Spirit shows up, He's holy. He makes you feel unholy. And you run to Him and He makes you holy. He doesn't play games and try to... He draws you with His holiness. And you know it because you were created by Him. And when you're created by Him, He draws you. He says, no man can come to me unless the Spirit draws them. So it's 
He reveals your heart, and, and the fear of the Lord comes on you. That's one of the seven spirits before God. And then you get really saved. It's not just, I don't want to go to hell. i got to check it off, live your life. That's what people are thinking. It's not going to work when you have no word in you and you don't know him. You're prime suspect for Satan. You're like Satan's... It's like, oh, he just said a prayer. I mean, he's our... So God's like, okay, so now he has access because he's actually spoken out of his mouth. So now that he's spoke it, you think the devil didn't hear that? Oh, he thinks he's going to... And then, boom. But when you really want it, and you really, and you really, your heart, and you get a new heart, and you get born again, and then the devil, and then you're like, no matter what the devil does, you know, he, and you just go. You just go with him. And the things, the old things pass away, and all things become new. That's what the whole gospel's about. And that's what God's restoring back, the power to become the sons of God. Amen. Amen. For before the days were written in hire of men, and now the beast, and neither him that went and came before the affection, and every one against his neighbor. But now, not a song residue of the people in the former days, saith the Lord of hosts. For the seed shall be prosperous, the vine shall give her fruit, and the ground shall give her increase, and the heavens shall give their due. And I will cause the remnant of this people to possess all things. And it shall come to pass that as yea were a curse among the heathen, O house of Judah, the house of Israel, so will I save you, and you shall be a blessing. Fear not, but let your hands be strong. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, as I thought to punish you when your fathers provoked me to wrath, saith the Lord of hosts, I repented not. And so again I have thought in these days and well unto the Jerusalem and the house of Judah, fear you not. These are the things that I shall speak to every man and his truth, truth to his neighbor. Execute judgment of truth and peace in your gates. And let none of you imagine evil in your hearts against your neighbor. Love no false oath, for all these things are things that I hate, saith the Lord. And the, and the word of the Lord of hosts came to me, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I fast of the fourth month, and the fast of the fifth, and, and the seventh, and the fast of the tenth, and... And says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, that I shall come and pass and come upon the people inhabitants, and the inhabitants of the people shall go another, saying, Let us speedily pray to the Lord and seek the Lord of hosts, and I will go. Yea, many people and strong nations shall come and seek the Lord of hosts in Jerusalem and pray before the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, In those days I shall come and make and take hold. Every, every nation even shall take hold of the skirt of him. That is a Jew saying, I will go with you, for you have heard that God of you. So the promise, who will not bow to Baal? The promise is what? Who not bow to Baal? But God told me today, everyone in the church is really not bowing to Baal. But they're kissing him. Like, what? Like, oh, so, because you're not, you know, I worship you, Baal, I'll do it. You're not rubbing, but you're kissing him. Kissing him. You know what that means, right? Kissing says to touch or caress your lips, express affection, greeting, respect, and morningness, lightly, gent- gently, to engage in mutual, to come in light contact. That's what he said. Remember, says, and then that bow the knee to Bill and have kissed him. So that's Satan, right, in the book of Revelation. So that Bill represents him. And the church, that's, he said in Corinthians 6 about the table of devils and the table. He's all, and then Elijah said, if God be God. And God's, that's what God's saying to us in the church in the last days. And people don't understand about these seven mountain teaching and all this. It's like the media has nothing that we can keep playing in our mind that's going to help us. We can get some, know what's going on, 10 minutes and, and go back. You don't, you sit, because the lies, because that come and the other and then what's good in Hollywood 
That's right. Anything that, see, we're the head and not the tail. So we don't come under that, we come over. So when we go in light, it doesn't have power over us. We step into darkness and we bring salvation. We don't come under the power of any. And that's the difference between, I'm going to go to Hollywood, I'm going to, what? You're going to minister in the closet to a couple people and they might go to church and then they go back to the world. It's like this whole concept of being light is so, so low level that they don't even understand. Take over means to be over your rule. You'll be, in, you'll be in that system, but it doesn't have anything. You don't bow to it, and you don't kiss it. So, the church might not be bowing to Baal, but many are kissing Him. God's not looking to date us. He's about covenant. God's not a part-time lover. He is an all-consuming fire. There's nothing new under the sun, right? We've said that in Ecclesiastics and all the different uh, things, right? Nothing new under the sun. So what I'm saying is, when, when this is being said... It's funny how everything gets, as time goes by, Satan gets more cartoonish. But it's like he's not even, it's like, well, I'm not going to fall. But it's like the spirits behind things are what, what, they don't change what they look like. They don't change what they act like. They just change what you think they look like or what you see. Kind of like the pink Ouija board, right? Well, people aren't liking that anymore. Well, I'll just get a little pink one and it's going to be okay because it's got pink. They're doing that now. It's on Mark, right? So, but what's the spirit behind that? So just because it looks innocent doesn't mean... But so when we kiss, it's like, so we need to know. And so that we need to stir that conscience in our heart and that. So God wants us to stop kissing the world. And this is was tinted. The, more, the other thing I said earlier was like, that's what... And that's really... Fornicating with the world is considered kissing veil. Liberalism. I mean, I know... I'm not, I'm not nothing about, but to be, to be any kind of really is whatever. But to be... I know people all of a sudden like... They're total liberals and they say they're Christians. It's impossible. How can you be a liberal and let me say and, 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 and be a Christian? Because God that's totally antichrist. Amen. So how can you be antichrist and stand up for the all the agendas of an antichrist and then say you're a Christian and stand up for the word? You must be crazy. So that right there shows you that they're not they're just and 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 and, and it's like they really believe it. Oh God wants to everyone to take it. And it's like it's crazy to me, but but thank God that I got saved. Not everybody's saved just because somebody told them they're saved because they showed up to church one day and said a prayer. But you know who's saved and you know who's running it by the fruit. Can't fool anybody that's, that's saved. That's the whole thing. We'll love you, but don't play games because we don't have time for games. Jesus is coming and He wants a church to stop kissing Baal, right? It's not I'm saying you can't go watch a good movie once in a while. Like it's it's different than that. It's more about coming in agreement. Like saying it's not so bad when it is. I mean the bad stuff or or or, or, or no watching MTV or having this in your house and things. It's like and knowing that it's pollution coming in, airways, gates from hell coming in, and you can never get to total peace in your house. Jesus, like I said earlier, is not going to hang out with with that. So we need to. God wants to purge us and the church. In the, in the sense of how we're so connected to the world. And the government's the other thing, because the government doesn't love you. No matter how many Christians we have in the government, it's not God's government. His government is spirit. And His government is, is ap- apostolic. It's, it's, it's the church. You can't see. And His government, when Jesus comes or whatever, but His government is the authority of an unseen realm that we actually get to operate and speak. And we are actually His more powerful than the aim, have more authority than all the angels that we as government is we can send and we can make judgment on Satan now. Only the remnant, only the people that are have been blood washed. That's his government. It's like and Jesus is the king. And we're in his government 
So we have full authority and we've been given it to him. So we don't. So if we're in God's government, that would be like um, our government now freaking out. Let's say Russia is Satan's Baal's kingdom. And then, uh, you know, they're, and we get in collusion, right? That's the big thing now. They're in collusion with it. It's like, you know, well, that's what's going on. The church is in collusion with the devil. And we need to, and we should be like, I mean, the world's freaking out, even trying to blame it, and the church is like, it's okay. And it's like, if you really love God, like you really love America, and you, if you think your government or your president's in collusion with the enemy, how much more should you be angry if your God's supposedly bride is in collusion with the devil, with Baal, kissing Baal? That, it bothers because you don't want your brothers and sisters to get deceived. And you're like, this is why I drove this. Because it grieves the spirit. So God's wanting us to fill us up with the Word so we even know. Some Christians don't even know what they're doing. But the remnant does, right? right. Perversion, greed, immorality, liberalism, hate, self-satisfying God. That's what their God is. Killing babies is an act of Baal sacrificing. That's what, they, that's what they're doing. It's, and God showed me this. He said, that's the highest level. And I'm like, what do you mean highest level of Baal worship? Because we're made in God's image. So... You know, one thing, sacrifice animals to these, you know, there's demon people do all that crazy stuff, right, to devils. But abortion is, a, in, in, in our eyes, the churches, some people say it's okay, women are right. It's like, that's totally making out with the devil. That's like, because we're made in God's image. So anybody that, that, that knows God would be like, that's totally crazy. And there's people, considered some Christians that think, well, women should have their choice, no one should be. No, that's called rebellion and witchcraft. And people do that all the time. They want to take what they think is right, and they call themselves Christians, but it doesn't come against the Word. And it's not going to hold up. You're exalting yourself above the Word of God. You're out there in Satan's. you got your head above God, and Satan's just boom, boom, boom. You need to submit. That's it. And he'll protect you. He's our covering, not a man. He's our covering. And his blood covers us. But when you go out there and make out with Baal, I mean, the blood's powerful, but you've got to... You gotta believe it, and you gotta walk with him. You're 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 clean by the blood. But if you go out there and make out with Baal every day, I mean, how long did Samson last? In a little while, but eventually he gave over, right, and lost his strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. That's why you lost your joy. You gotta quit making out with Baal. Amen. That's what God told me, right? Samson, powerful guy, also cut us through his power. Our power is the anointing, and our power and Delilah, right? Another representative of Satan. The whole Bible's so full of it. We had to come to grips with, hey, God just wants us to be in His kingdom. Wants us to be free. John 3, 18-20. Okay. And he that believeth on Him and is condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name only of the begotten Son. And is this the condemnation, that the light is coming into the world, that all men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light lest his deeds shall be reproved. First John, and I'm going to close with this, I'm going to the whole chapter, but it's really serious. I mean, it's really, <laughs> the whole Bible's really serious, but, and I'm really serious, but I'm not really serious, but I'm serious when I preach the word because I'm serious, because it's serious, if we don't get it, we're in trouble. You know what I mean? It's good, I mean. Seriously. Seriously. All right. See, we have, I mean, it's so fun to follow. It's like, he's so forgiving. He's like, but we need to, see, that's the whole great thing about it. He knows we're going to make mistakes. He knows we're not. But when you're just outright saying, God, I'm going to do my own thing, you're crazy. He knows we're going to be tempted and 
No one's looking to kiss the veil from it. Oh, God, what did I do? <laughs> we all do it. Come on. But to really, really have a lifestyle of meeting Him every time and just kissing Bail every single week and, you know, just have an agenda like Bail, 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 and then church on Sunday. Bail, 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 and then, come on. Right? God, God, He says, I'm a jealous God. I'm a jealous for you because He loves us. And you know what? He wants to, but He waits, so He says He, 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 he the, um, the, the prosperity of His service, He says He rejoices. In the, when, when, when He's able to bless you because His hands are tied because of His Word, He rejoices in it. He rejoices in that. He rejoices. God, some of you guys are looking at me like, okay, it's good, right? I'm okay. You're okay. okay. We're okay. It was like, oh yeah. Forgot the first thing God told me when I started preaching. Don't look at their faces. All right, back to the word. <laughs> There's a reason why that, right? It's got. So sometimes while we preach, I'm like, like this one guy's really hungry, and he's like, I just keep preaching. That's why when you see me preaching at just one person, and you're getting, it's like I'm getting because then the anointing's getting stronger and stronger. All of a sudden, it's weird about that. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> and he goes. My little children, these things I run you. That's us, right? I mean, we're all even as little children. Even when we kiss Baal once in a while, if you've got blood. He says this. These things I write unto you, that you sin not. And if anyone, man, sin, we have an advocate of the Father in the Lord Jesus Christ the righteous. And He is the prohibition of our sins. Not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And whereby we do know that we know Him if we keep His commandments. We know that we know Him if we keep His commandments. It's very simple, right? He that saith, I know Him, and keepeth not His commandments, is what? A liar. I mean, this is strong stuff. I'm just reading it. You're all looking at me. I'm going to kill him. You know how it's funny? It's funny how... Just kidding. I know. It's, I'm, I'm actually like... I'm, I'm not as bad as... No. How about Paul? Yeah. <laughs> And the truth is not in him. That's why he, you know, he, he could have a house church. He only came once to visit him, and then they never came back. That's right. <laughs> Remember, he's on house arrest. I mean, how could he? He should have the anointing on his life. He should have like, they should have like moved house arrest, moved him to the to the city center. Anyway, <laughs> no, that can anybody, you know? Oh yeah, they, he wasn't concerned about a mega church. That's right. Okay. <laughs> And but whosoever keepeth his word is verily in the love of God perfected. Keep his word in your heart. That's so Amen. these are like the key. Everyone like you want to go to seven keys meeting and it's double anointing and like you don't even surrender your heart to him. It's like and people do it all the time. They're like think he's like some magician and you go to that special meeting and you pay that and you give that special offering and all of a sudden God's just gonna be like, It's your time. Just wave that wand and everything's gonna be good. <laughs> People do that. I did it. Because, you know, I was young in Christ. I ran and I was like, this ain't working. And I'm like, let's try something else. You know? I mean, it was good. I mean, I like going, it's like, you know, learns, but it's like, and I'm like, how come everyone else is getting acting? Like, what were they getting? I don't know. Anyway. And he said, he abided in him, ought himself also walk so to walk, even as he walked. There's number two. Brethren, I write a new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which you had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you have heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you. Because the darkness is past and the true light now shineth, he that saith he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness even until now. He that loves his brother abideth in the light. Now not everybody that says they're my brother is my brother. 
It's funny how we can really get deep. Everyone says, well, everyone loves your brother. My, who's my brother? Jesus said it. Those that do the will of the Father. So if I'm doing the will of the Father, and they hate me out in religious land because I'm speaking the truth, they're in trouble with God. Because uh, if I'm God's son, then his other sons are my brothers. And his other daughters are my sisters. So there's the remnant. And then religious people, hey, they're in trouble. Or they don't even know him because they, they hate you because they don't know him. I know who's with him. I don't hate Even if I don't agree or they're in error, I know who's with him. Because of the fruits. And because of these, all these things. And God's spirit in us tell, shows us. And I know people that want to be with him and just struggle. Then you have mercy and love and that. You know the whole, every, every one of those tables. You know all four of those tables. So you know what to do and how to move. And they don't need too much. They're strong enough. You, ne- you need to know these things. Then you'll be, you'll be beneficial in the kingdom and in God's house. Almost done. Saith he's in the light and hates his brothers in darkness. And so now he that loveth his brother abide in the light. And none occasion of stumbling in him. No one said I have to love the person. Jesus did say, hey, what's up, bro? Jesus did say, love your enemies. But this type of love he's talking about is, there's, this is a different, this is the love. This type of love that he's talking about is that reverence, that, can, you know, the protection, loving, covering, not, not talking about him, not, not that. And the other loving your enemies is like just bless them, love like, and do good to them that despitefully use you or pray for them. That, but he's saying if you, if you hate your brother here, you're, you're still in darkness. He that hates his brothers in darkness and walketh even until he goeth and doesn't know where he goes. And you want to know why they hate you and you want to, you're wondering why they go to all those places. Because they're in darkness. So you go bring them some light. Write unto you, little children, because your sins have been forgiven. You, for his name's sake, I write to the fathers because you have known him that is from the beginning. I write unto you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you, little children, because you have known the Father. And he writes unto you tonight that's sitting at the remnant table and the other ones that are at the other two tables. You need to get up out of your seat and you need to make it to that one table. What were those tables again? Oh my gosh, she's turning around. No, just kidding. Where's there? I'll read it on her phone. Can I just get it on her phone real quick? I want to read those tables again. So I had a dream this weekend. I'll read them one more time. And tonight, tonight, now, you can change your place setting. You can move from one table. It's just that easy. It's a decision to give Jesus all, all your heart, all your mind, and all that is within you. I had, okay. There are a bunch of people. Oh, uh-oh. It went off already. I don't know how to work these. I'm left. Into a new one. Apple. Oh, there's you. Okay. And the room is a bunch of people. Okay, room there. Four large round tables. The first represented people that have the Holy Spirit. Second was people stuck in religion. Third was people that don't know God. Fourth, and I said she and I said later, well, they didn't even show up to the table. And the fourth table was they won't even come to church. So and we have three round tables, and I know that God showed me it could be one of you at the one table, it doesn't matter. But you need that if you're not on the one table that you really love God and full of the Holy Spirit, it's time to it's time to move tables. Amen to that. Right, you fathers, because you have known him as from the beginning, I write unto you because you have overcome him, the wicked one. I've written unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I've written unto you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. Here it is. 
Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Don't kiss Baal. If any man loves the world, if any man makes out with Baal, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life are not of the Father, but of the world. The world's going to pass away, and the lust are too. But he that doeth the will of God will abide forever. There's another, there's like five keys in this. The will of God. Not my will. Not my religion. Everybody has it. I'm keeping my religion, whatever, but... There's only one religion that's good, and it's go to the orphan, the widow, give your life for the gospel. And what's the second one? Again, everyone about keep yourself unspotted from what? Not your brothers and sisters in Christ. From the world. The church gets to fall out of love with the world. That's the key to everything that God has for you. Tonight, you need to break up, some of you, with Baal. You say, I'm not going to kiss you. I'm not going to make, we're not going to have that... Thursday night session, or what I'm just saying, you know, whatever, you know, make out with them all night Friday, and then Saturday feel horrible, and then Sunday come and repent, Monday you're feeling good, Tuesday you go, it's time to just kick them out. Kick them out of the house because you're married to Jesus. You're married to Jesus. And he said to her that the Antichrist shall come, and even now are many Antichrists. Remember, nothing new under the sun. Whereby you know Him, that is the last time. They went out from us, but they were not with us. For they had been with us, they would have no doubt continued with us. But they went out, that they might be made manifest, then that were not all of us. But you have an unction. Say, I have an unction. We have an unction. And if you didn't say that, you need to move tables. (laughs) I have an unction. That's good. And know all things. Is that pride? I know, I know everything He wants me to know. That's all things to me. If there's more things to know, all the things He wants me to know, I need to know. And if I don't know what I don't know, then He's going to tell me. Because He doesn't hold nothing back from them that ask Him. He he says that, right? If you ask for bread, He's not going to give you a snake. Or if you ask for that, He'll give it to you. All you got to do is ask. He says it here. We have an unction. Who's the one that the unction functions, which is the Holy Ghost? That's who I'm in relationship. Not a denomination, not a church, not a doctrine. The Holy Ghost. And the Word of God that He'll take me to when He needs to. Because I could read it so much as I'm thinking it, and then all of a sudden I'm reading the wrong thing, and it's the wrong time. But the Holy Ghost is the Word. He can whisper the whole Bible to me while I'm sleeping. You know, we play it on our ears sometimes, but He's capable. We need to fall more in love with the Holy Ghost than we do even with anything else in the world. And you know the disciples entrusted in Abraham? Did he have... Oh, no. He talked to God. Talked to God. And then they documented it. You need to talk to God and let people document it. What's the problem? If you don't, if you don't believe that, then you don't believe the Word. Then you're, It's just religion because we put so much glory in these other men when we're, we're going to be... There's no levels in heaven. God used Paul. God wants to use you. God wants to use you. Everybody here. And if we all can hear from heaven, what makes that more powerful than God now? It's just going to be more modernized, you know? More modernized. Same word, it won't change. It'll just be now, for now, with revelation. Knowing what it is really to kiss Bell. This is strong stuff, right? I'm going to read it nice and slow so it really irritates you. <laughs> I don't use, I'm usually really fast, but we just let it sink in because these are keys to obey His Word, follow His Word. Everyone wants to go to a meeting and get prayed for and think they're going to have this major breakthrough. And they're not willing 
Because we can't do this without the Holy Ghost anyway. So that we need to rely on Him. Not in our own strength. No, remember we were reading about Zerubbabel? Not by might, not by power, but by His Spirit. But you've got to submit to the Spirit of God. Because if not, you're submitting to your own spirit, or to another spirit, or to an unclean spirit, or to your flesh. And it didn't say this is so easy. It's like everything you open the Bible, it's like mortified to do it. It's like, it's, it's, what, it's how God, it, when, when we actually say, God, okay, I'll do whatever you want, He helps us. And it's like, it shows you that you really love Him. It's, 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 there's nothing, there's no works we do for salvation, but He's, he, he's like, oh, it's like when, you, when you're in love with somebody and you, you do that and you, and you do this and you take them and you, it's that affection. When you follow His Word, it shows you that you're, in a, you're, you're, you're really serious about this relationship. Right. You know? Because He's really serious. You know how I know? Go look at the cross. Right. He's serious. Amen. And He gave it all for you. And He just wants it back. Because He wants to bless you. He wants to... Oh my God. Not bless. I'm saying He wants to put that robe of righteousness on. He wants to put have that... You know, that wet everything... And give you the kingdom of blood. And, and He's going to warn you. So there will be persecution of that. And when you stand in truth. And when you don't compromise. And when you speak boldly to people. And you don't let... Be taken over by the Spirit. People are going to hate that. Because everybody wants to control somebody somewhere. And when you get really in love with Jesus, no system can control you. Nobody can control you. But only the love of God controls you. Amen. And that's what we're aiming for. And that's what Jesus wants. And that's where our freedom is. And His love. And He promises, and I'm done, concerning them that seduce you. He said, this is the promise that you have promised even eternal life. And concerning them that seduce you. But the anointing which you have received of Him abides in you. And need not any man teach you, but the anointing will teach you you all things, and in truth, and is no lie. And even as it has taught you, you shall abide in Him. And now, little children, abide in Him, that when He shall appear, you may have confidence. There's not enough confidence. Confidence in that blood. Confidence in what He did for you. Confidence. you got to be confident. That you're His. But when you're making out with Baal, you can't be caught because condemnation comes. Satan knows how to condemn you. Because you know what you're not supposed to do. You know that Jesus is, is the Lord of your life. You know. So that's why if you stop kissing Baal, you'll be confident. You can't. How, how many is confident in your marriage when you know? I'm not saying anyone. I'm saying I'm making an example. And then you're, you're having these relationships with other people. You, you're not confident. You don't even want to. That's how it is with God. He wants you to be confident. You come to the church with your head down because you know what you've been looking at on the internet or talking to or thinking about or rebelling when God's telling you to do something. He wants you to be confident. Confident. Because it's already there, but you lose your confidence when you keep kissing Baal every week. Last page. All right. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him. That's how I know who my brothers and sisters are. Not perfect people, but are seeking righteousness, seeking the kingdom, talking about God every day. Not just, you go, to, I mean, come on, there's, I mean, one big banner and everything else is the world. How many people? One that Jesus is blood or whatever, they have the banner and that, and then you go to someone's page, it's like the world, the world, this and this, and Bill this, and this movie star, and Beyonce did this, and it's like, <laughs> what's going on? Right? It's so easy to see. So it's like, we're not judging, but it's like, 
That's not the remnant. And we need to be the remnant. God wants us to love Him with all His heart. Marriage is only hard when we're not in love with the other person. We pray because we love Him, not because we have to pray. We worship because we love Him, not because I have to worship. Oh man, i got to go to worship. I don't have date night when you're in love, right? When you have a great marriage, you know, we've got to have a date night because things are... It's always date night, right? When you're in love, time disappears. Remember when you first... Oh man... You, went, you were in school young. I better, this young kid's here. But it's like, all of a sudden, man, it's midnight, and it's like, oh my gosh, we just got. And you're like, you didn't even know. And you didn't even, you just looked at each other. <laughs> Go back to that with Jesus. Amen. You know, when you first, it's like, you know, you you, you woke up, you had to get to a prayer meeting. It's like now, it's like, oh, I gotta be. He's like, oh, well, just stay home. You know, he's like, it's not about points, but it's like that heart attitude. It's what he wants. And he'll give it back to you. Only he can put that in you. Right. When you're in love, you don't kiss any other. Right? When, when you have, you spend time with someone. Anyway, I'll let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot bolder at home when I got the pen. <laughs> Alright, well. This is what we're going to do. You know, just you and Him tonight. We already prayed. We had an amazing move of God before the worship. And maybe we'll pray some more, but we have the whole weekend. But this is a, this is a good time to just get your heart right so you can receive more this weekend. Receive your healing. Let God deliver you. Nobody's mad at you. People want you to be free. People are praying for you to be free. People are rooting for you to be free. People... Um, had you to come here because they want you to be free. It's, there's nothing really in it for any week because of love. Love.